Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHKs I'm known, and we watched two things this week. We started off with the season finale of House of the Dragon, so major spoiler alert for that, major spoiler alert for the whole season, technically also major spoiler alert for some Game of Thrones plot lines, just spoilers all around on that front. And then we also watched the new Netflix movie, The School for Good and Evil. While we do go into spoilers for that, I don't know if you technically need to have seen it in order to get it, but we always like to let you know. And now, without further ado, here's We're Watching What? All right, a rare occasion for us, but we are returning to House of the Dragon. We didn't cover it weekly. How are we feeling about this finale versus the arc of this season? I'm very here for it. Including yeah. the finale? I, mean, I remain very surprised, but yeah, this finale got me. I actually cried a few times in it. Interesting. Me too. I really... I mean, I kind of was... It's funny because I was expecting something sort of bigger to happen. Mm -hmm. The death of her son is not big enough somehow. Scale-wise, right. Right, scale-wise. Like, I expected, but I kind of love that they didn't go there. Like, I'm kind of excited that, because I was like, oh, man, this is going to wrap up so quickly. You know what I mean? Because if they decide to go to war and, like, that, like, standoff thing, I was like, well, great. You know, we're just going to figure it out. And then what, what's, and so for me... The, like, emphasis on, like, getting to know these women and understanding them and 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 all of their, you know, tragedies and triumphs and, and all this stuff has been very fun and very interesting to me. And I'm I'm here for it, you know? Okay. I, I'm in, as someone who was in the camp of, like, didn't love the first few episodes, but obviously have continued watching it. And ha- it has grown to be semi-appointment television in the fact that and we've talked about this before but like the spoilers would go online so quickly if not during the episodes for some um, reason everyone feels like they have to live tweet I, you don't yeah still? you don't need to do it really this is not it's a not thing. it's not a necessary it's, not a Stop it. it's it's rude is what it is yeah. but the the finale left a bad taste in my mouth and i don't know if it's just because i don't like any of the characters i've grown to like her name has already escaped my brain. Who is our Rhaenyra. queen? Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra, yeah. But I've always rooted for her just because I was like, yes, the under, you know, the underdog woman who is, you know, growing up in a man's world and is has always known she's going to have to fight for this thing, all that stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I It's, it's the darkness of the show weighs on me. Yeah, it's, and I feel it's like it, it, very it's, dark. It's torture and... porn is also what it is a lot of the time. Well, and there's not a lot of redemption to be found in most of the characters either, which I think is is a thing. Like, I, I really like Rhaenyra as well, but she is not without her, like, bad things that she's done. Sure, yeah. And so it's it's kind of, not that Game of Thrones was littered with a bunch of, like, saints that you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of littered with this, this, you're watching a bunch of kind of deplorable humans fighting for something, and you're kind of like, oh, but you all suck. But. It's just, I don't know, I, I obviously I love dark things, but it's working for me in a way that I, it feels weird, but I'm actually kind of more into it right now than I was at the end of season one of Game of Thrones. But I think mm. it's because the scale is smaller and it's easier mm. for me, even having had read that book, like the first season of Game of Thrones was based on at the time, I think it's, it's just easier to follow in a way because it's so much more contained. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's going to change. Because, you know, we have met other families and houses outside of where they are, you know, all that. So it might expand even more to a point where I'll start to be like, oh, okay, this is getting so aggressive, <laughs> you know. But yeah. I do feel like we've gotten so much time with so many of them that I feel more a closer, uh, I don't want to say a bond. I don't know what the word is, but I feel closer to them at the end of the season than I think I did 
to the Starks even at the end of season one of Game of Thrones. I should make a clarifying statement. It's torture porn to me in that it loves torturing its characters and it never yeah. wants to see a single character happy. Not that okay, it is literally. I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't. I'm very sorry. Um, yeah, in that. Yeah, this is a show that does not believe in. And admittedly, Game of Thrones was very similar. It's just been a while since I have watched slash read Game of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah, it well, is. It is Game of Thrones. obviously you know, extremely dark. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's not. It's not. These aren't happy stories. You know, you can't even really name a happy character. Probably. I mean, but well, and this even less so because we're essentially watching what we know is going to be a demise of all these people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of in a way. Whereas, like Game of Thrones, we didn't know how it was going to end, and there could be happiness for some of them, but. It, there will be happiness for some of these people, I'm sure, but it's just like... It's, I don't think so. Know, I don't think anyone we, ends up happy yeah. here. We know the story. We we know brief brief history-wise, if you haven't read any of it, which I hadn't, like we know the background that like it, tragedy befalls. <laughs> so it's it's hard. I mean, the, the thing is, tragedy has befallen almost every, if not every character, except for, spoilers, Bran, Stark, even though, no, no, tragedy befell him in his own way. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. But yeah, I'm I'm really kind of Jackie touched on it too, but I'm really I'm the characters I'm the most into now by the end. I was really into the Damon character. I think he's kind of gotten a little vanilla for me. But <laughs> the Rhaenyra and Alicent, I love Alicent as well. She's terrible, but I love her because for the story, I think like her decisions are so interesting. And I feel like watching them, it kind of feels a little bit kind of like if you were to have a world where Arya Stark grew up and was like a contender for power and Sansa grew up and had continued down a path of like with the Lannisters or something and kind of mm-hmm. her darker side had kind of come out. And I see like Alicent, I see Sansa and Alicent kind of a thing. And I see Arya and Rhaenyra as kind of a thing. And I think it's an interesting dynamic to be seeing them together and how their brains work. I'm finding it, that part of it very fascinating. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. I love I mean, I yeah, I love the dynamic between the two of them. I think it's really interesting. I think this like childhood friendship being torn about, you know, circumstance and all the men in their lives trying to control them and how do they get their own power and how do they keep it and like living in this world. I just and I don't know. So I'm just loving them, watching them sort of, you know, take control in different ways and like figure it out and like move forward and. And yeah, it's, I mean, it was obviously horrifying to watch her lose her child and have to give birth to it and all that stuff. And, but I actually like, and it's funny because, I mean, I don't know, it is very graphic, but I, I kind of love that the show is really showing how dangerous and how emotionally hard and, and those things a pregnancy is. It's not just this thing that happens you know, and then women have babies and like whatever, but it's, it's terrifying. And it's, you know, you really could die at any point and it doesn't always end happily with a baby, you know, and we very rarely see anything like that. I I definitely agree with both of you on your points. I think my big problem is the undercurrent for me of, of how I still feel about it is I still feel like the show hates women. And you know, we have these two really powerful characters and yet at the end of the day, we know that it's the men in their lives who are mucking this up. We see the the perils and, and tribulations of childbirth 
but then it like it exploits these sort of very graphic moments and then we don't see the fallout from it right like we never come back to those moments i you know i remember in the first few episodes when she has the baby and then like has to bring it to alicent and you know to see what the parentage looks like and, the, and you know she's dripping blood i was like yeah this is horrifying all this stuff and then we just like never talk about the fact and nothing nothing ever comes up again right like we just we move along we skip in time or this you know she just goes straight into the the uh, we're about to start a war which i understand you know is what this character probably would do but i just it feels like it's very like oh yeah all these horrors and then like move along normalize moving along which i i don't want the storyline to only be about this but i'm also like this is a traumatic event for these characters like this is formative <laughs> yeah i would say it kind of does it kind of normalizes the idea that it's like you go through this traumatic thing and it's like, okay, but on to the next, you better be able to keep up with everything or else you can't, you can't play with the boys here. And I think that that is somewhat probably relevant in a lot of ways that it shouldn't be. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But I I can see what you're saying. Like with the thing of her having to bring the baby to Allison, let's remember that someone was trying to bring the baby for her. She insisted on going herself because she was like, no, you're not taking my baby. And so she went and did that on her own volition. But then it's like, this is like, yeah, okay, the next thing is war. I would say that it is kind of also showcasing, like, I like that she was thinking in a more diplomatic way in this episode. Sure. And it's like, okay, great. But then it's kind of going and saying, oh, but then this happens and it's like, oh, see, you were wrong. Your warmonger husband was right. Brutality is the way. You have to do Mm -hmm. that, whatever. And it's kind of like, when you look at the way, historically, how they, they, you know, stereotypically say women's minds work versus men's minds, like whatever. Like when you look at this stuff, it's like men are war hungry and this and that, and the women are have heads on their shoulders and are trying to solve things. And then it's showing, oh, actually, it's not going to work. You got to go to war. Well, I, I don't of. think she would have gone to war had her children not be, been involved. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. So then it's, but that's also but... saying like, this is the only way to reach women is through these things. I don't know. I, I just find it, it, it starts to reel me in and then it'll do something, this finale in particular, for me at least. I was just like, and I'm off it again. Oh, yeah. See, I, I disagree. I don't think the show hates women. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I think the world hates women, maybe, you know, but sure, I yes. don't. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's showing realistic portrayals. I mean, it's a fantasy world, right? That, but like women are beef with it. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, you could make it a different world than it was before in Game of Thrones. But it I mean, it would feel strange, I think, to suddenly, you know, and I don't know that we've and to be honest, I don't know that we've ever let anyone in the show really grieve or work through anything emotional, right? I mean, it's just been like point after point, you know, and maybe they should. I'm not saying that they shouldn't necessarily. But yeah, no, I think, I mean, I think by giving these women full characters and full, you know, um, they're so multi-layered I think that that's great you know and I don't think that I don't know I I think they're doing better at least than they did during the Game of Thrones time which is obviously not saying a ton but yeah no I don't know I'm I'm not feeling that way I'm I I think again I some of this is also bringing to the baggage of just like this is a criticism of fantasy in general for me Mm -hmm. 
and I, I, well, neither of you were there. Um, being at the, you know, the the call H panel this year, and George R. R. Martin being like, oh, you know, it's it's I can't remember what he said about women, but basically, you know, being it, it's a fantasy series. Like you don't, ha- I know it's inspired. We talked about this when we talked about the first episodes. Like you know, it's inspired by history, but somebody give me a fantasy series that like lets me escape and and exists in a world outside the patriarchy. You know, I like we have had so many of these stories. And to see something get close and then just to know, like, at the end of the day, this is just going to fall into the same formula everything else has holds me back as a viewer. Yeah. I or that they have to that. break aggressively with, like, yeah. the canon of the other show that has, you know, is so popular. No, I hear that. Yeah. I think there's an argument to be made for sure. Because especially when you come yeah. to high fantasy, it doesn't exist 100%. in our world. You can do whatever the heck you want, you know? Yeah. You can do anything you yeah. want in it. I just don't. Yeah, I guess. I wouldn't have expected them to because, you know, previously Game of Thrones, it's set in the same universe, you know. Yeah, but it's it's just seeing, you know, however many years have passed since Game of Thrones first came out and then that this is the particular project they choose that has these constraints to it. And, and you know, getting to see something like uh, Rings of Power as a comparison where, you know, we're focused so on Galadriel, which is refreshing. And and we are we're getting other female characters and stuff like that. So having those two like running concurrently also was a little like, cool. This how's the dragon actually has more potential in this arena, but I know it's not going to go there because of the world it's chosen to play in. Versus maybe investing in something like original is I think the root of what I want at this point. Yeah, and overall, I think the world that George R. R. Martin has built um, doesn't end up offering a ton. No, 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 more no. Yeah. than like than like what we have from Arthurian legendary, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you can get all this brutality and all this stuff about a lot, so much of that, you know, fiction, mythical stuff that's really based on medieval times that really happened. And so it's, yeah, I could see that where it's like, you kind of want it to be refreshed a little bit and just, it's fantasy. You can do whatever the hell you want. And I think it also is interesting to point out that we were watching this side by side while watching Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. And it probably highlights the differences even more. Yes. Where you're like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I totally hear it. Yeah. And and again, for me, the like the beginning and the end of this season were the parts that I was most off put by. But like I totally got sucked into the middle parts of the drama mm-hmm. of it. It's just these these reminder moments that like, oh, okay, it's not I know it's not gonna go the, the way that it could go if that if it wasn't, you know, again, part of this existing thing, then I'm like, ah, just invest in new things. Like, please. <laughs> Yeah, even yeah. if it's expected, it doesn't make it less disappointing. Yeah, in that way, you know. I also we have not talked about Eve Best's Renice, who is well, actually I was gonna my say, character. Yeah, yeah, she. I've liked her, and I like the actress, of course. And I've, I've liked her, but she's been a little um, kind of just there. Yeah, for a lot of it, and then that second to last episode, I was like, oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> New <Yeah>. fit. <laughs> you she know, did great in the last episode too, because mm-hmm. she was like. She fully manipulated her husband into being like, nope, we can't, you know, well, we're not well, letting also, this. Now I stand, but I just meant that that moment in yeah. the second to last, you know, well, when she was standing up against Allison. Also, Which, to be honest, there. like, yes, she did have her son killed and that was bad. But she to didn't. be fair, he couldn't, he couldn't give her kids and she needs children. You know what I mean? Like, she needs blood children. And so cutthroat well, maybe but well i think I there's a world where he could have i think that they decided really early on knowing the situation that like we're not no they it. said that they tried so a couple times she, remember she was well, like, yeah but a couple times she was like you oh. know well yeah but it 
I mean, for me, that feels like he was like, nah, I can't really do this. You know what I mean? And so she was like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. I got to get yeah. children. Yeah. But you know what I mean? And it's fine. But they, it, but they were believing it that, I mean, people don't believe it, but the king had accepted that these are blood children of right. their union. So it's like, she didn't have to kill them. But she didn't. She was complicit in it. But she didn't, like, actually do the, it. was Damon did it, right? Did I, did I totally miss something in the middle? I thought that, because we see him rowing away with a shaved head, right? No, he got killed. Damon, yeah. I think Damon went. They kind of Damon full murders like, him. Right? Yeah, it seemed like they could have conspired to do it. It all happened really fast at the end. Right. Of that so weird episode. Oh, well, they do. They do conspire because he literally she chooses Damon, right? And then he goes, "Well, your husband has to die," and she kind of is like, "Yeah, I know." So this is how I interpreted the events of that sequence, and we might have to do a rewatch. But yes, they, the show edited it, it, edits it to look like, you know, that this man has died and, and they has been murdered and all this stuff. And he's like, make sure there's witnesses. But I swear that there is a scene in which the, the prince is rowing away on a boat because, you know, he's like, because he tells the, the boyfriend or lover or whatever, like there are places in the world that, you know, nobody will ever ask, et cetera, et cetera, money can get you all these things. And that it's the same actor with a completely shaved head, because obviously his hair is the dead giveaway as to who he is, mm. rowing into a boat, heading towards a bigger boat, going to sail into the sunset. Oh, so did they kill somebody that was like, Yeah, so it looked, I thought it was just like, him? yeah, it, basically it's like, oh, stage a whole thing, make it look, you know, gory and horrible. But they also throw him in the fire, so it's like you don't recognize the remains. True. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd have to rewatch that. I don't know. Either way, an innocent person was murdered for this. It's like yeah, she's still sure. shit for being involved with that. But yeah. But maybe less of a shit because she let him go, you know, be free of yeah, his obligation. Well, and she really did love him. And I think that they had a good, you know. I think they had an understanding, you know. Yeah, a run, I mean, yeah. you know. I, I mean, but the realities of her life was she really needed blood. Yeah, but denied, she got she know? got it and didn't need to marry Jane. So I I argue that they could have stayed married for the rest of their lives and been fine. Like she didn't have to agree to be like, yeah, I want to be with my uncle. Sure. You know? Yeah. So I don't forgive her yeah, for that. Well, that was all. its own. Yeah. <laughs> if she was, if she couldn't, if she wasn't having her own affair and having these kids and whatever, and the whole thing was like, I need to absolutely, you know, they've been disproven as, you know, whatever, all this stuff, they're bastards or whatever. Well, they were like, disproven I, almost publicly. But not to the king. And that's all that really mattered. The king was never going to. Which I, I kind of liked the loyalty of that, just being like, no, these are yeah. these are my children, you know. And or he was still named, you know, he was still being named as the heir under her without his son from Damon. So it's like, I don't I don't buy that she had to do it. She just, you know. I think it helps and... with your, like, claim to the throne and all that. You sure, know, yeah. Well, if it can yeah. give you security. But it's just, I just mean that, like, you know. I'm not going to forgive her for having an innocent person murdered for well, her own gains. I mean. There are plenty of. I still like her. I'm just saying she's not yeah, any yeah, yeah. shit than some other people, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to season two. It got me hyped. I thought the way that they handled the very end of this episode, I was like, I loved it. Like when, I mean, I was, I could barely watch with the dragon stuff because I was neither. so because you, cause you oh, know. And when that I, thing yeah. was looming above him, I was like, I was some like, of this photography oh, and that music, and then when it goes, and then the fact that they decided to do the entire ending of this of the episode of that sequence though silently and it was like just with music you didn't hear anything and you see her body language in front of that fireplace and then she returned i thought it was just so wonderfully handled i was like oh bravo yeah. <laughs> let's go to war <laughs> yeah i hate you know. watching Same. that dragon get yeah i hate it yeah it was so sad it was so sad okay important thing Lenor does not die we did we do see him rowing away okay. into that boat 
Yeah. Okay. That's. I see. It's funny. I totally. I totally thought he died. Yeah. Well, that she got you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She fooled me too. (laughs) Yeah, and I think I think one of the challenges of the show is that they like don't let his parents in on it, and so you know all the stuff is. So he's gonna he's gonna appear again. Oh yeah, he's well. They they will find out he's alive somehow. I I have. have That's possible. Yeah. What's iPatch Kid's name? Oh God. Oh. Um. Oh. uh, Is it Amon? Amon. Yeah. No. Um. One of them is, yeah, I forget. I was saying Aegon. the wrong he's name. He's an Aegon. A- no? No, he's Aemon. I was calling him Aegon for the longest time, but he's Aemon. <laughs> Aegon is his, like, older brother who is actually, or younger, older brother who looks younger, which confuses me a lot. Yeah, it's. The, the actor changes with the time jumps, so that's my big criticism. I was like, Who's I get the, it. But are you I'm talking like, about the tall one or the The, the tall one with the, one eye one patch. With the eye patch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. The eye patch, obviously. That's, that's Aemon, the, the dog's he's not, not distinguishing. But he's, like, not the oldest, but he looks the oldest to me. So it's very confusing. Yeah, that actor is, wow. like, 20 years older than yeah. all the other, like, time jump actors. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, um... I don't understand. I mean, I like him. I think it was a, you know, I think he's a good actor, but I was like, huh, he looked so much older than everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so do we think. Um, that he's going to claim Kinslayer, or do you think he's actually going to admit that he made a mistake and couldn't control the dragon? I think he's going to go Kinslayer. Yeah, I don't think he would admit that he couldn't control the dragon, and I think at that point, yeah, I yeah. think at that point, it's like, my my whole thing was also, though, I mean, and again, whatever, but when that happened, and it was clearly no witnesses and this and that, it's like, if the, if he... The other one didn't show up back. It's like, okay, you could guess, okay, because he was being taunted and all this, whatever. But, like, how did the message get back? Where's the proof? Like, what's all that? I was <laughs> wondering. Because I was like, how do we know who killed him well, and when? Unless we, do we know that there are no witnesses? We don't know that. I, I assumed there wasn't, but they were up above the clouds. I was like, Yeah, but this. that's like some big-ass dragons flying around. And totally, I'm going I'm to guess yeah. the dragon bits rained from the sky. And like you look up and you see the big Varaxes or whatever it's called. You know, yeah. I don't know. You know, something easy. I'll allow it. It just felt weird to me where I was. Yeah, like, yeah, I agree. And how quickly the news got there. Thing, I was yeah. like, oh, my yeah. God. He's just going to die. Because I was just assuming it was kind of like. You know, and you then no one would know what yeah. happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was definitely like, that kid's going to But die. yeah, I think he has too much pride to admit that he that he messed up. And then I know Allison's going to be crapping her pants when she hears. Because <laughs> she really is. She's oh, going to murder her. <laughs> no, she's not, though, because so she, like, trouble. doesn't hold them accountable for anything, clearly. No. Oh, no, of course. I love how, like, lo- how much she loves and hates her children. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. she, she clearly despises them. But at the same time, she will, like kill anyone who comes near them in the wrong way yeah and i was like what a, what a mom <laughs> i my thing like i think she's great in this role i do just struggle with seeing her as the children of these like ad- or the, the mother of these adult i do too children my big thing with that was i i love her as well and i think she's also great in the role but the time jump thing like i got it with rhaenyra Mm-hmm. But with her, I was like, she, to me, she doesn't look that much older than the nope. other yeah. version of her. I was like, what happened? Why didn't you just cast someone who could be both? You know, like, yeah, someone who is a little older who actually can play young really well or something. I don't know. Or do the time jump and make her have been really a lot younger. I don't know. Something. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's that, that part's weird. The Rhaenyra one works for me now. I, I was I loved the uh, actress that played Rhaenyra when she was younger so much that I was really sad about the time jump at first. And I was like, oh, I'll bring her back. No, but yeah, but now I'm like, I see incredible. why you did this. But now I'm into yeah. it. Now I, she's so good. Yeah, and so uh, they, they, they are so good. Oh, they? they? Oh, okay, I didn't they. know that. Yes, oh, they. Okay. They yes. are so good. Yes, they are awesome. excellent. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. 
But all right. Well, I mean, I'm sure we'll watch next season, so I'm not even going to ask about that. (laughs) 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 That's the sad thing with these shows is like it would take something truly egregious for us to be like, no, we're not watching it anymore. (laughs) Cool. Well, moving on to Cool for Good and Evil. Jackie, I want to start with you on this one. This feels like in your wheelhouse-ish. I did watch the whole thing. Okay. That's... (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say it was good, though. I mean... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's almost more than I could say. I actually kind of hated this movie. Really? (laughs) I mean, I... That's strong words. I I, am willing to accept that there is a person who would love this. Uh And it's totally fine. I don't want to be like, oh, it's just the worst quality thing I ever saw. But, oh, I just thought, like... I thought it was so... It was so hokey in a way that I felt like it was actually not thinking it was. But maybe I'm wrong. And I was very surprised to learn this was Paul Feig. Me too. As soon as it came across the screen, it was Paul Feig. I was like, oh, no. You know, like, what happened? I just... That I opening sequence it. of the brothers fighting, I was just it was like, so oh. bad. No, that was very I was bad. like that was I from the, from the moment it started. I was like, oh no! And it got a little better when we finally met the leads because they were a little bit, you know, have a little bit more charisma and whatever. But the movie itself was just, you know, really cheesy and really obvious, and you know, not not great. I don't and know. I haven't read the book, but I will say it felt to me as if it was probably a pretty accurate. Translation. Uh, translation. Too accurate, almost too accurate you know I mean? because yeah. I kept on story points like where the kid that I guess got potentially turned into that bird, which I didn't guess that was a murdered. different bird. A different bird. Yeah. But yeah. that he like, looked exactly like the other bird. So I like in the but I bet in the book you really cared about him. But I bet you didn't <laughs> actually like it's not like you knew him for much longer, but you spent some time and that was really sad. Yeah. And then yeah. all these different things and her deciding to be bad and getting kind of possessed by the guy in the mirror and this and that would have the brother. Like, all of that, I felt like, probably has so much more weight in the book that you're actually, like, Honestly, this is so funny that you say that because, like, I was literally thinking, oh, I should read this book. Because it looked like a book I would enjoy, but the Mm. adaptation was just so soulless that it was, like, I don't know. Okay, so I didn't mind it. I actually (sighs) think I had such low expectations that I enjoyed it. You know, and it was on the end of the background, and I was doing other things probably. I thought the girl, Sophia Wiley is her name, who plays Agatha, the, like, mm-hmm. the the witch who's actually good. I thought she was great. Like, you know, she was given not a lot to work with or a very cookie-cutter role. And I was like, no, I think you're very tolerable in this. I couldn't stand the other girl who was Bobo Joey King. I was like, oh, you wanted Joey King for this, and you couldn't get her. Yeah, no, I thought Sophia did a great job. As well, I mean, for although they're both named given. Sophia, it turns out I just looked oh, up. Okay. Yeah, Agatha. Well, Sophia. Agatha. Yeah. Agatha did great. Um, you know, she was charismatic and interesting and like all that stuff. But yeah, I was thinking, oh, this is this would probably make a much better book because it was just well, missing all the depth. You know, I think if you're going to adapt it, I'm really confused as to why it wasn't a series. I agree. And I, yeah. I know some of this probably has to do with the talent costs of the, you know, teachers, et cetera, that they have brought on board. Cast but, other people. Yeah. Because you need Charlize Theron. I did like Charlize. I, did it. I thought she Yeah, was- and I liked her finding it. I thought Carrie Washington was kind of just Carrie waste, Washington. Waste. Well, I thought she was <laughs> like, wasted in this. Yeah. Yeah, wasted. But she just kind of, but it felt like she just was being herself, which yeah. she sometimes does do. But, and then, you know, Michelle, Michelle Yeoh was obviously... Wonderful, but very underused and short-lived. And I did laugh at her line when she was like, you think I care about beauty? 
yeah, yeah. Thing or whatever. Or it was. she was like, like, I'm a historian, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I was laughing um, at her being this like curmudgeonly, like, you know, like mm-hmm. just like mad that she's stuck with this stupid class. No, I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, Carrie Washington was wasted, but she didn't do a terrible job. I thought, no, no. you know, I liked Charlize, but, but if, if that's the, re- you know what I mean? If that's the reason we couldn't get a series, then mm-hmm. recast him. Well, they, they people, so it's like, all right, what are we going to well, do? Well, I, I also don't think those people signed on with it being pitched as a, we don't know what this is yet. It's like they made it a movie and decided to cast them. So it's like, it still feels like it could have been written as a series and they could have just tried for it. would have just been better. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, but it, I don't know it just Paul needed more depth. The there, was just, there was just so much that happened all the time and we didn't get any, like, it was, was so fast. For, like, yeah. whatever. But it, it was, was just, also like, so long. Suddenly we were doing this and doing this and it was already two and a half hours long. Yeah. And so it's like, I get it. You couldn't make it any longer. And so, but you needed to cut plots out then. It's well, a bigger story than two and a half hours. Not necessarily. I don't know if you need to cut plots explicitly. I don't think we needed as much time in the beginning setting these characters up because the whole point of this movie is playing on the tropes of good and evil and fairy tales and all this stuff. And guess what? You are assuming your audience already knows these established things. So just shortcut it. Just play in, play into it more. I don't need to spend yeah. all this time in school with them, or not school. Um, uh, you know, like their civilian lives and like the the. I think the reader concept to me, it took a while to realize what they were doing with the semi meta ness of that, and like having them go to the bookstore where Patty freaking Lupone is there. You know, I was like, what is this? Is so. I think there are ways to simplify it, but my guess is that these are the things that people loved from the book that. They were like, we have to keep this in or the teens will like revolt. It just felt more event. I don't know if this is going to make any sense. It felt more event driven than actually Uh story driven. Whereas I, I hate to even bring it up because I hate her and everything, everything. But like when you, I kept thinking about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And when I think of like the first Harry Potter and even when you think of the movie, and I'm not saying it's the greatest film of all time or anything, but when you look at just that story as it's contained, obviously that's different. You're planning this big villain for longer times and all this, whatever. But it's so much less about all these these crazy things and events that are happening and more about like structurally setting up, getting to know this boy and friends and the te- whatever people and setting up the world. This had to do everything and also kind of complete the story, even though I know there's more coming, but with this villain anyway and all this, it had to like have massive closure. Whereas like, Someone like Harry Potter was smart enough to like leave it open ended. You know what I mean? Kind yeah. of like Voldemort's alive. He's oh my god, he's coming back. You know, and I just felt like it was it was missing the mark on that a little bit. And if you knew it's going to be open for sequels because you were writing more books and whatever, I wonder how how self contained the singular book is. I don't really know, but yeah, I, I'm going to assume it's a series. Too. I was confused by the end though. Like, why was the guy calling after her in that way? And then the sword gets through, and it was like, oh, and because he. I was, conf- I was like, wait, I don't get it. What's happening? <laughs> I was like, oh, I just well, I think it was, I thought it was the, the Prince Charming-esque one. Yeah. The, the main boy. Arthur's son. Yeah. yeah. And, and I thought it was an arrow. Yeah. The arrow came through. Yeah. yeah sorry. And then, I, oh, I think he was like, I need your help. But with what? I guess well, that's what we want to know. That's, I'm sure the whole yeah, premise of the next one is like, oh, yeah. there's a, you know, some sort of uh, threat to whatever they are and that, um, you know, she's the only one who can help and that she gets sucked back into it, which also allows them to not need the teachers there necessarily cost wise mm. the the one thing that and this is dumb i guess to care about but like true love's kiss is not supposed to be you just like kissing someone and it's 
you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. If she was really in love with that guy, you know, like true love's kiss is supposed to be like your soulmate. And so she kisses him and then he gets the power of true love's kiss or whatever. Like when the evil dude. Why was it over was, so quickly? Well, I think he was in love with her. I was just going to say that. I was like, we're probably granting like more just... generosity this, to this than it deserves. Because he had been like... grooming. He was. He had been grooming yeah, her. But and he was I, like, and, and the idea love. of her. It's my version of true love's kiss is both people have to be soulmates or whatever. Well, it's not just like you love the one person. I think at that point, in that moment, she probably was enamored or loved, you know, him and what he was offering her. And so it was, you know, it's, it's not true, true. But we're also, this isn't true love's kiss, right? It's just true, like, evil's. I also move. felt like she was, and I don't know if this was supposed, but it also felt like she was kind of possessed by him. Mm-hmm. And so it felt to me like she was, like, this embodiment. Like, he was, like, kind of, he's in love with himself. Like, he was kind of, uh, there's a little Loki thing here, <laughs> where he was kind of, like, kissing her acting by him like it's this weird kind of like gross narcissistic like whatever and she's the vessel of his yeah i mean and there's you know there's a lot of hills to die on i guess but it was just kind of like i don't know it's just the definition of true love's kiss if it's going to be the most powerful magical thing in the universe or whatever then i think it should be soulmates and it shouldn't be some weird thing that you can try I, th- I think this movie has not thought that far in terms of their world i know but yeah. i'm just saying, but I, saying. I, I will say i i didn't hate it but I also, because we have lowered our expectations so aggressively for movies of the week, was like, okay, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was mildly looking forward to it because it kind of looked up my alley and then, you know. Yeah. But I might uh, actually read the book because it does look like a good Oh, book. there's not just one. There are five. See? There we go. Yeah. Yep. Wonderful. Have a greenlit sequel. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and guess. Yeah. I was just reading the semi-synopses of these. I was like, yep, this is going exactly where I think we all think it's going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, we're watching what? What did we watch in addition to these uh, things this week? I watched The Hype, which is like a streetwear mm-hmm. competition on HBO. I love a reality TV competition show, and I found one I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. So that's... Uh, where we were with it it's got marnie uh, i forget her last name but she's beyonce's stylist is like a judge and then mm-hmm. offset and then it's just it's like a bunch you know um it's pretty cool i liked it yeah it's worth watching kind of project runway-esque but not really makes a sense. new kind of take on it you know yeah it's it looks like it's on hbo max i was like ah that makes sense they're really like snatching up a lot of reality competition yeah. stuff matt yeah I watched Unsolved Mysteries, a new season, which brought me um, copious amounts of joy. And I watched Till, oh, which I thought was really good, heavy, but good. Mm-hmm. I watched Tar. Ooh, I still need to Finally. see that. Yeah. You know, that's a, it's a long one, let me tell you, but yeah. anything for Goddess Kate. Which couldn't be more different than her her role and uh, the book and of good, good book of, school of good and evil school of good yeah. and evil yeah as the but, book but uh, Kate Blanchett it feels very uh, Oscar shoe and at least nomination but it was oh like, yeah she, she's, this she's is, gonna get nominated but I mean she has to but it was it was even as like a, I mean I know everyone loves Kate I think right but it was especially like holy crap like she's I mean we'll we'll talk about this closer too but I'm still Team Michelle. Mm-hmm. Kate's already I got a few. I, She'll be fine. I wouldn't be mad at that. 
either. Yeah. At all. But I just, I, you know. I get it. Yeah. She'll, she'll get like, nominated. No questions asked. Yeah. But also it, but I guess it felt, it felt, um, if, it, if she, if she were to win or whatever happens, it feels, it, this one felt very like, okay. Whereas like, as much as like, I know we've talked about, but I've, I've worshiped Meryl. I know you don't worship Meryl, but there have been times when she has been nominated where I'm like, well, yeah, it's Meryl, but like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, 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 whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. like it wasn't that impressive. It was good, but whatever. But this was one where I was like, oh, okay. Katie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was, I, I loved that about, about it. But I'm curious to know both of your thoughts when you see that, if you do. It um, is aggressively on my list. Aggressively on the list. And then. Uh, yeah, I want to see it someday. So I watched Banshees of Sharon which is the new uh, Martin McDonough film with Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, which reunites them. It's very Irish because uh, he did uh, In Bruges. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember about the other one. Oh, he also did Three Billboards. So that's less Irish. But <laughs> um, this reunites them from In Bruges. And he does, a, he's a playwright as well, uh, which it's, it's good. It got overhyped for me. And also people... I think people maybe misinterpreted the themes or I misheard the theme. So I was expecting a bunch of things to happen that like didn't happen at all. And so finally at the end, I was like, that's it. <laughs> so, oops. Uh, it's very actor-y film. And I can't imagine a world in which one or both of them get acting nods. I don't know if they deserve it necessarily. I just feel like the the male actor field is very light this year so far and then i also finished watching the first season of welcome to wrexham which i thoroughly enjoy and actually recommend i know sports docs are not well no i love good sports docs but it's a it's a it's a good series it's more about more than just the sports it's about like the town and then the vow is back i don't know if you two saw oh oh i didn't know there's a second half of this series that follows the Hmm. more up-to-date like court stuff that's dropping weekly okay that'd be interesting oh and then love is blind i started watching that (laughs) Not proud. I heard, I heard that's wild. It's just, <laughs> uh, these people are trash. Yeah. And I say this as a trash <laughs> person who watches trash. That mm. I'm just like, there's a certain, you can feel a lot of like the production fingers on the Netflix shows, I feel like. Um, and so, I, I've also been watching Bachelor in Paradise. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not been a healthy week for me. But everyone's always like, oh, it's the experiment and, you know, the Lachey's host it. And it's just, it's just, it's, you can also tell, I think the production budget got slashed a little bit this year because they're, the places that they put them up in when they're first getting to know each other are smaller and more, (laughs) you know, it's just like, this is different. The the dates they get sent on are like, you're going to go play cornhole at the like the yard oh, of this no. hotel <laughs> so, I mean, but it's whatever, dropping but... in like batches which is always interesting for the netflix yeah. ones which i think is good because it's like cool you should you need to stop watching now or you will hate <laughs> yeah show. it's like a mental health check yeah. <laughs> are you okay <laughs> might need a week i think yeah um yeah but that's that's what i oh about. i watched the watcher that's what i was, I was like oh I was the, the uh, ryan murph Mm-hmm. Did you watch that, Dana? Or uh, no, but I. It has been a, a very aggressively, constantly recommended to me by. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they're very smart that when you go over on Netflix and it's like the trailer that auto plays is just a scene that starts with Jennifer Coolidge talking. Oh yeah, it's I like, mean, they're yeah. obviously yeah, like there's a reason that she is the, the uh, <laughs> yeah. she's been. She's oh, not, she's not today for me, but um, she has been the thumbnail or the poster for oh, okay, it every yeah. other time I've watched. Exactly. It. Well, and she's not the lead, like doesn't matter she's always the lead no i know but that's what's just funny is she's the lead of everything and it's not like naomi i always laugh when i notice 
<laughs> that like, um, cause water is my, the building next to my window is, uh, got to, has Netflix posters on it. They mm-hmm. like change it all the time and it's watcher currently, but <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. What I think is really fascinating is if Netflix really thinks I should watch a show, like I have a big, you know, it's like 98% match or something like that. They change the thumbnail every once mm-hmm. in a while just to see if it'll get me. And so like, cause you know, they only have like two seconds or whatever for you to make your decision if you want it. And so like they'll mm-hmm. change a thumbnail and I'll, I notice my thumbnails get like more romantic, even if the movie is not remotely romantic, it'll show like a man and a woman like near looking at each other longingly or whatever, despite oh the fact God. that like the movie doesn't necessarily have that theme, but they know that that's what I click. I would love to deep dive with the, like the data teams yeah. and then the teams that how they have to communicate that to like the content people being like, cool, I need a romantic thing from like Dahmer or something, you know, yeah. to try and get and Jackie so to watch wild. it. <laughs> cause like I, I, you know, because I look there and I'm like, eh. And then one day I'm like, ooh, what's that? And it's the same thing that I've already watched a trailer for or whatever. But, like, I never or, you know, didn't watch a trailer for but, like, saw. Yeah, I recommend if you're at all interested. It's, like, it, it feels oddly cheap <laughs> to me in a weird way. Like, it doesn't feel like the highest production value, which sounds mean. But it just, I don't know, it doesn't feel that way. But, and, and it's not always the best written, but I found myself I watched it all just in one stretch I found myself just like unable to stop watching it hmm. I, I in the name the it's in the title yeah and it actually had and I, don't, I wouldn't want to deter you from this Danny because it's just I have a weird thing with being watched it it had a um it kind of was a little creepy sometimes I thought oh see I assumed it was meant to be creepy oh it is but I just yeah. mean I don't think it's like oh this is such a scary show you shouldn't watch it I just mean like I I have all an, I have a a thing with that that I think lends it lends that subject matter to being a little creepy with me for me. <laughs> but, but it, uh, there were some times where I was like, like, Oh, okay. I'm gonna make sure my door's locked. <laughs> oh yeah. No, then you I know? probably shouldn't watch this show. Maybe you shouldn't. I don't know, but it, yeah. But you know, I enjoyed it well enough. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you both. Thank you. Thank you as per usual to Jackie and Matt. And that is actually it for this episode. So if you liked it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.